Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another Bulky Blue podcast. Now, tonight I will have to be a little bit quiet because it's quite late. Um, It is currently 10.40pm as I'm recording this. Um, Chelsea's match finished at around 10 o'clock and I watched a draw. Had my dinner and then here I am recording um so we played Aston Villa in the Carabao Cup and I did a short preview earlier um basically saying about like how much rotation we needed and if if I go back to my lineup that I gave um I said Either Kepper or Bettinelli in goal. Um, Although I did go with Bettinelli if Mendy isn't going to be fit. But Kepper started anyway. Um, So the lineup I predicted was Kepper or Bettinelli, Chalabar, Christensen or Silva, and Malang Saar, Hudson Odoi, Saul, Chilwell, Kovacic, Ziyech. Ruben off the cheek, Werner. So I got. Technically, I didn't get Kepa right because I said Bettinelli. Reese James started, so I didn't get that one right. I said Chalabut, Saar, and Chua will start, so that's three. I said Saul, Loftus cheek, Hudson Adoy. Timo and Ziyech will start. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight out of the starting 11 I predicted correctly today. Um, but we, what we actually went with was very surprising. And it sort of, it shifted in game between um, a three, five, I think a three-five-two, and also it's like between that and what Sky Sports put down, which was a four-three-three. So, according to Sky's lineup on the Sky Sports app, we had Kepper in goal. Obviously, um, we had Reese James right back, Chilwell left back, with Chalabar and Saar as the centre back pairing. Um, we had. Kante, Loftus-Cheek and Saul as a midfield three. And then we had Cho and Ziyech on the wings with Werner up front. Now, what I think that shifted to was um, Saar left centre-back, Chalaba centre-centre-back, Reese right centre-back with Chilwell and Hudson-Odoi as the wing-backs. And then... Um, Saul, Kante, Loftus Cheek, three man midfield with Z- uh, behind Ziesh and Timo, with Loftus Cheek going forward or Saul going forward or etc. etc. So it was very fluid in the way it shifted from a 4 3 3, 3 5 2, 3 4 3, etc. etc. And the first half, first half was kind of dull. In a way, like <laughs> didn't really 
seem much in terms of efforts and whatnot. And yeah, I mean, it was pretty bog standard. Um, make it to half time, nil nil. Villa had a couple of good chances, to be fair to them. Um, Kepa, the first one made himself big. And uh, what, who was, what was his name? He's the guy who scored the goal for them as well. Archer. Because um, it, it finished one all and went to penalties. Um, Archer was through on goal. Kepa come out, made himself big. And he tried lobbing Kepa. And it went over the bar. And there was another one, I think it was the first half, I might be wrong, where Archer again had a great shot and Kepa saved it. Um, again, I will get on to Kepa later because, again, I think he needs a big shout-out. Um, and then that, that leads it to half-time. And Tuchel did his... what's was becoming a tradition... Now, with making a half-time sub, although this one, I think, was with Man City in mind. And he brought off Kante, who was the captain in the first half. And he brought on Mason Mount, who wore the armband for the second half. Which, by the way, Mount with that armband needs to be made permanent once Aspie gives up the band. And um, I love Dave as captain. But Mount is the future captain of this club, hands down. And although he hasn't covered himself in glory the last couple of games, he's allowed a couple of games off because of how constant and how consistent he does perform when he's on it. Um, and immediately we looked ten times better. Um, like we were pressurising big time. We were winning the ball back quite up the pitch. We were making chances. And then, ultimately, I think it was the 54th minute, I want to say. We had... We got the we got the ball and a bit of play. And Reese James got the ball. And Reese James did that Aspie cross. And, lo and behold, Timo Werner, who I predicted to score in the preview, scores a scores a header and puts us 1-0 up and um, I was super buzzing for him I really was and <laughs> just a smile on his face it, it it was like it was almost like a relieved face and I, I think he should I know he played 90 um, today but I think he should play against City. Him and Lukaku are on... F what? I wouldn't say on fire, but he scored... Werner scored three in the international break, as did Lukaku. Lukaku's already scored four goals this season. Werner's got himself off the mark and he's off and running. And, and it proved in the final 25, 20 plus stoppage time against Spurs that Werner... And Lukaku will work brilliantly together. And I think against City, where they're, they're going to come at us, we will need his speed on the counter-attack. And um, obviously that's down to Tuchel. He'll make the decision. But I think with 
Havertz was poor the last couple of like the last game he played. Um Ziesh played tonight for seventy-six minutes and didn't really cover himself in glory. Um but this is what happens with Ziesh when he comes back from injury. He plays absolutely brilliantly, gets injured and then comes back, looks like shit. He'll take his time getting back up and then he'll play brilliantly, get injured and it's the same cycle over, or it seems to be the same cycle over and over and over again. And yeah, Barkley ended up coming on for Ziesh in the 76th minute and Lukaku came on for Saul in the 76th minute as well in a double substitution. Again, I will get on to Saul because there is a few players that I want to bring up um, individually. Um, but lo and behold, in the seven, uh, 64th minute, I think it was about it was about 10 minutes after we scored, um, Villa had a cross in a in a similar sort of position, like on their from their point of view. A similar sort of position from where um, Aspie sets up Lukaku and um, like the same goal we scored tonight, and it was Archer with an absolute bullet header in the top corner. There's absolutely zero chance Kepper saving that, um, and when they when they equalised, we were. We were under the cosh a bit. We really were. Kepa made three, maybe even four excellent saves, to be fair to him. And you know what? I, I'm I'm gonna No, I'm gonna hold off. He 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 made some great saves and and then that was just it. Like we had we had a few chances, they had a few chances and the game just ended up petering out, really. Um, now, with the Carabao Cup, what happens is you don't get extra time. You just go straight through to a penalty shootout. And um, the shootout was done at the Matthew Harding end, which, for those who don't know, is the the end that's only Chelsea fans. Um, and Villa went first with the shootout. So first up was El Ghazi. He scores. Villa go one 0 up. Kepa dived the right way, but El Ghazi put it higher than Kepa. Um then was Lukaku. He <clears throat> he took his, buried it. And one thing I noticed was Aston Villa's goalkeeper was diving really, really early. Like, to the point where it was very easy for our players to just change direction. And, you know, either way, Lukaku buried it. And then then up steps Ashley Young for Villa. And you could see in his face, he just looked really nervous. And... Lo and behold, Kepa dives and doesn't dive the right way, obviously, because what Ashley Young did was he spammed his shot against the crossbar. Which gives us the chance to go 2-1 up in the shootout. And 
Mason Mount puts us 2-1 up in a shootout. And, again, I was really happy to see Mount score that penalty. Um, after the last couple of games he had, he played quite well tonight. Again, I'll, I'll get on to him in a bit. Um, then Naka- Nakamba, I think his name is, ste- uh, stepped up for Villa. And Kepa saved it. He dives to his left-hand side, I think it was. Big arm, saves a shot, and now we have a chance to go 3-1 up in the shootout. Ross Barkley steps up, slots it in with 3-1 up. Consa steps up for Villa, and he needs to score. If he doesn't score, we're through. But he does. So, we now have a chance... To go 4-2 up and finish off the shootout. Chilwell steps up. And Chilwell hits the bar. And you're like, oh no. And then Buendia steps up for Aston Villa. I nearly said Norwich then. Steps up for Aston Villa. Makes it 3 all, With our penalty still to go. So we, if we score, we go through. And Reese James steps up. Now, with the week he's had, this took balls. He's had a very difficult week. He had his house broken into, which I haven't even touched on. Um, and with all that pressure of the matches on you to win it, in front of thousands of fans, he puts in a top bin. We go through, and we win 4-3 on the shootout, and Reese James and Kepa are heroes. And I'm, I'm going to... Yeah. Reese is one of the players I wanted to mention, and I, I'm going to mention him now. Right. That guy has an elite mentality. He really does. For those that don't know, when he was playing last week against Zenit St. Petersburg, his house got broken into. And there's about four four guys went into his house and there was one more in a getaway car. Smashed his window and nicked a safe, like stole a safe that was containing his um his medals. Like his Champions League medal, his Super Cup medal, and his runner-up medal from the Euros in the summer, like with England, and um, that that in itself is going to be bad enough. And then with all that going on, to be fair to Tuchel, Tuchel didn't play him at the weekend against Spurs. Um, maybe because his head wasn't in the right place. We don't know. Um, but then, lo and behold, he he plays absolutely incredible tonight. So composed, calm. Didn't put a foot wrong. Um, there are a few times he bailed us out. Like, there was one chance in particular. Kepper made a save and the ball bounced to one of the Villa players and 
they took the shot and Reese James cleared it off the line. Um, he was he was immense. Um, another couple of times where, like under pressure, he calmly heads the ball back to Kepper to let Kepper get grab the ball, take the pressure off our defenders and whatnot, and that mindset and that composure is going to be key because Thiago Silva isn't going to be around forever Aspie's not going to be around forever so we need our younger defenders like you Christensen your Reese's to learn and to show that they can do that side of things when those guys aren't around and today Reese absolutely stepped up and another player that stepped up was Kepper again. I said it in the Spurs review. Kepper, I'm no longer worried when he's in goal. And is that too cool? Is that the defense? I, I th- is it Kepper himself just playing really well? I think it's a combination of all three, but today we didn't have our top class. Like we didn't have our best defense out, and all right, he didn't keep a clean sheet, but he he wasn't at fault for that goal. It was just an excellent goal. Like there was nothing anyone could do about it. It was an exceptional cross, and it was a bullet header in the top corner. No defender, no defender or goalkeeper can be blamed for that, and. Yeah, I mean, he kept us in that game. He really did. He kept us in that game. And and then, on top of it all, he then saves another penalty in another shootout. The guy's record in shootouts is redonkulous. In, in his first season under Sari... He had one, two, three shootouts, I think. We won two of them. The other one being against City, which was in a game that, to be fair, he'd made arguably his biggest mistake in a Chelsea shirt and not subbing off. Um, but against Spurs, was a hero in a shootout in the Carabao Cup semi-final. Against Frankfurt in the Europa League semi-final, was an absolute beast. In like The save we, they did with his knees... Um, the Super Cup final, like the that shootout, immense, big big saves, and again tonight he he's made another save in another shootout, and Kepar, with how he's playing right now, I'm not worried about Mendy going to Afcon. I'm really not. And I never thought I'd say that. I really didn't. In January, Mendy goes to play for Senegal at the Africa Cup of Nations. And with how he's playing right now, Kepa's going to be one we can rely on. I, I haven't seen our fixtures for January, but obviously we're going to have FA Cup, which means Bettinelli can play. To give Kepa rest. And yeah. I'm not worried. I'm really not worried. As it stands. And I hope it continues to be that way. And. 
I've already mentioned so I've already mentioned Reese, I've already mentioned Kepa. Um I'm gonna move forward through the through the team. Um Chalabar was a beast. Um Ben Chilwell was apart from his penalty miss, I thought he had a very solid game. Very solid. Um Saar was a bit mm, at times. I thought he was very um very worrying. And what's worrying about that is that because he didn't have the best game, we might not be able to rest Rudiger that much this season. Which means we run the risk of Rudiger getting an injury. And like I would I would have I would have quite happily played Mbayamba there over Saar today. Uh, like he he didn't cover himself in glory at all, and there's another another player who I thought was the worst player on the pitch today. Um, but I'll get on to him. Kante is Kante. We um we had Loftus Cheek playing, and considering he has barely played, I thought he put in a shift. I thought he put in a right good shift and was really good, actually. Um, again, that's comforting <laughs> that we can that we've got another set of feet that we can rely on. Um, Saul looked much better tonight than he did in his debut. Still, a couple of iffy moments. Like there was one he gave that like he tried. I think it was Saar passed him the ball. And he sort of flicked a no-look pass out towards Chilwell and it got intercepted. Good interception, but if the pass was a bit more firm, well, no, it got snuffed out really quickly. So it's not a problem, but a couple of misplaced. But overall as a whole, much better. Much, much better. And I think... I was saying it to the 1905 um, guys that I think with Saul, it was just a shock to the system in his first game. And I think he'll wake up and move on and get better. He played under Simeone, which, as a manager goes, is going to be one of the toughest managers to play under. So I think... He's got he's got the marbles and the know-how up top in his head to do what's required and focus on what he needs to do. Um, Mason Mount came on uh, at half-time and as captain, his, his pressure in, his penalty... He had a few decent shots. He looked good. He looked really good tonight. Um, Barkley didn't really get a sniff when he was on. He had one shot, I think. Same as Lukaku. Didn't really get a sniff while he was on. Um, so you can't really judge how they played. 
And that leaves me with two players. Uh, I've already mentioned Ziyech at the start. He didn't really have the best of games, but two players I've got left. And I think they're at the polar opposite ends of the spectrum on how they perform tonight. I'm going to go positive first and then I'm going to go negative. Positive, Timo Werner. I've already mentioned he got a goal. He looked on it tonight, in my opinion. He was making runs. He was... Uh, he looked quicker, sharper. He looked ready. And took his goal really well. Um, he had another one a couple of minutes later. He's running for a goal and he missed it by a whisker. Um, but... I know it's going to make it sound like he missed the open goal, but he didn't. With the goal, with how the goalkeeper charged him down, he put it in the only spot that he could get the ball get the ball past the goalkeeper, basically, and it missed. It missed by less than a hand's width. So, at the speed with the goalkeeper charging him, the fact he's already scored, you're not going to get on his case for too much for that. Um, I was watching a watch along and when he missed that after he's already scored seeing people saying get get Werner out and shit like that I was like what the fuck are you on like the guy has literally just scored for us man and you want him gone like, nah do one and I, I love the fact that the crowd were backing him like they were fully behind him and I absolutely love that song. And, and I just can't seem to get enough of the da, 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 Timo Werner. I love that song. <laughs> um, I'm not a pop star, as you can tell. Um, but no, I mean, <laughs> when we went 3 1 up in the shootout. Uh, 3-2, sorry, with Chilwell's penalty um, to decide the shootout. I was sitting there and I was like, please let Timo take this. He scores the winner and his confidence just flies through the roof. But I also get why he didn't even take one. In the fa- like, The guy's just scored a goal. Don't push it too far too quickly. Um, in the end it was the right call we won the shootout but yeah I mean that's the that's the Werner fanboy in me wanting him to basically do anything he can to help score him a goal Um, like if we if we get a penalty against City I want him to take it but I'll also want Lukaku to take it because I'll also want Jorginho to take like it's yeah, I mean, Werner had a great game. A great game. Again, it's my opinion. This entire thing's my opinion. And whether you agree with me or not is totally up to you. But, great game. Um, and the last player who I haven't mentioned yet who didn't have a great game at all. In fact... He was actually rather shit. 
Um, Callum Hudson Adoy kept giving the ball away, kept overhitting crosses, didn't really create anything of note. Um, he just had an absolute stinker from minute one to minute 90. He was poor. Absolutely poor. And if you're going by the Sky Sports lineup, he played as an attacker. Yes, he had to come back, do his defensive duties and whatnot. Every player had to. The fact that the matter is, right, he's been given an opportunity today, been given 90 minutes to show what he can do to gain that trust in Tuchel so that he goes, oh, you know what? Right, I've got this bench. And with, the, with how the start of the season's going, right, I've got Werner, Ziyech, Pulisic when he's fit, hudson Doy. hudson Doy tonight had the opportunity for Tuchel to go, Callum, get ready, get warm, you're going on. But no, he didn't. He was shocking. Absolutely shocking. And I genuinely think that at some point, if he carries on with the way he's playing, I think Tuchel, the club, and Callum himself will regret not going on loan to Borussia Dortmund. I really do. I think... Hudson Odoi had everything, every opportunity tonight, and he didn't take it. When you, when you see players like, so the, the Saar we know isn't going to get a, isn't going to get a minute really when Rudiger's playing, but you look at players fighting for position. Chalabar, brilliant. Chilwell, solid. Saul, solid. Ruben, even. And he's probably not going to get a minute. Solid. But then you look at the, there's the three others who who are fighting for positions in Saar, Ziyech and hudson Adoy, And they were all poor. I, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I... Uh, it's so difficult because Hudson Odoi is one of the most talented players in our squad. But he doesn't use it. Before the Achilles injury, right? He used to get a ball, take on his man, go past him, and make a chance. But now he 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 gets to his player, goes past him, stops, lets the player recover, and then goes backwards. It's like he's lost this spark to go past players again. And, uh, I, don't, I don't get it. I really don't understand it. And it's a shame because I want him 
to succeed. I really do. I think he's got all the potential to succeed. He's got the manager he needs to be succeed. He's just not showing it. And I do genuinely believe that if he carries on with the form, loan him in January. We might have to loan him in January. We need we need something to get that form and that click going again and to get him firing again because that's exactly what we need and we've got a lot of games a lot of games and if I look at our fixtures quickly bear with me two seconds to just load them um, I've got them on my laptop just look at our fixtures so played Villa tonight and I know we've got Man City next so including the back end of it, like after the in October international break. So we got our next six games, right? We've got Man City at home, Juve away, Southampton at home, um, yeah, Southampton at home, Brentford away, Malmo at home, Norwich at home. So It's going to be tough. And ultimately, we need everyone playing to the best that they can play. We, we, we can't have room for passengers. We really can't. Absolutely no room for passengers whatsoever. And right now, on their form, Hudson Odoi is, is a passenger. But that is going to be the end of the review section of this podcast and now we get into the Carabao Cup fourth round draw so before the draw um, they showed with like because they do the draw by numbers and each team's got a number Chelsea had number 13 Liverpool had number 4 and City had number 5 so they were the two we wanted to avoid they were the only three numbers I really cared about to be totally honest um, and lo and behold, we were the f- literally the first number drawn out of the out of the park, number thirteen. So Chelsea at home, and we got drawn against Southampton. Um, Arsenal, who beat AFC Wimbledon three 0 tonight, got drawn against Leeds at home. Uh, so at the Emirates. And um, Leeds beat Fulham last night. And that's going to be a a tasty one in my household. Because my brother is an Arsenal fan. And my dad is a Leeds fan. (laughs) Which, uh, yeah, isn't going to be too... Well, it's going to be hilarious for me to watch. But we then got Stoke versus Brentford um, at the Britannia. Well, it used to be called the Britannia. I don't know what it's called now. Um... We got West Ham versus Man City. <laughs> West Ham beat Man United tonight in a sort of like a revenge match because um, they literally played each other at the weekend. And yeah, 
West Ham beat Man United tonight. And to be fair, the scoreline was 1-0 from what I saw of it. It should have been 3-0 West Ham. Yarmolenko missed an open goal and hit the post. And there was another big chance that... Um, was it Henderson in goal? I think played for Man United today. Or it might have been Heaton. Um, whoever it was. Like, made a good one-on-one save. Um, but yeah, their reward for beating Man United at Old Trafford <laughs> is a trip. Oh, not a trip, sorry. Is Man City. Um, hopefully West Ham can do them and end the Man City tyranny that is the, uh, that they have over the Carabao Cup. Um, we got Leicester versus Brighton in another All-Premier League clash. We got Burnley versus Spurs. Spurs beating Wolves tonight. Um, also in a penalty shootout. The match finished 2 all. We got QPR of the Championship playing against Sunderland in League 1. And then we got Preston versus Liverpool to finish out the draw. So, ultimately, Liverpool got the easy draw. Um, Southampton aren't an easy team. Arsenal versus Leeds. <laughs> well, I'm hoping Leeds go through. Um, that's partly, well, mainly so that we can laugh at Arsenal. And have AFTV and chill. <laughs> and then I hope West Ham beat Man City. But if we South Southampton's not gonna be in not gonna be a um easy game. They've taken points off Man United and Man City this season already. But both draws. And to be fair, in both games they deserve to win. Um against Man City they should have actually had a penalty. Uh but we'll have to wait and see. Oh, I haven't seen when these games are going to be played. Um, hopefully, pretty soon. It'll be. It'll definitely be after the international break. So the international break, we play Southampton on the second of October, and then we go on international break. We come back on the sixteenth, and then we got Champions League on the first week back from international break. So it'll probably be after we play Norwich on the 23rd of October, which will make the game, the second game against, like, so this cup game against Southampton will probably be on the 26th or 27th of October, give or take. Um, it'll be after the international break anyway, for sure. Um, because up until the international break, we play every three, four days. So... For example, we've got um, so we got Man City on Saturday, I think. It's Wednesday today. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. And then we got Juve on Wednesday. And then we've got Southampton on the Saturday again. So like we we don't have a a week off now from now until probably mid November. Like obviously not including international breaks, so it is what it is. If you want to go far in all your competitions, you got to play every three four days. It is what it is. We've got the squad to do it, and ultimately, I I hope we uh, 
I'd love to see us do a clean sweep of all the trophies. I doubt it will happen. Um, and that's not me being pessimistic. It's me being realistic. Um, I don't think I've ever... I've, well, I've, I've never seen a team do all, all the domestic trophies. The European trophy and the Super Cup and the Club World Cup. I've never seen it happen. No, so for that to happen, we've already won the Super Cup. We'd have to win the Club World Cup in December. We'd then have to win the Carabao Cup in February. We'd have to win the FA Cup, the Premier League and the Champions League again. Six trophies in a season. And yeah, I'd I'd love to see us do it. Of course, but it, it won't happen. That's just being real. But... We move. We've got Man City at the weekend, and yeah, I mean it should be a should be an interesting one. It is at Stamford Bridge. I will be doing a preview for that as well. Um, and yeah, but that is going to be the end of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. If you did enjoy it, please share my podcast around. I mean, the absolute world to me. And until the next one, keep the blue flag flying high, stay safe, and good. Bye.